This is Strange Shenanigans. We'll be coming at you with some strange news in just a few minutes. Go ahead and uh, leave us some comments if there's any strange news that you want, that you've got for us to read for everybody. Anything we need to investigate or speculate wildly on. Ooh, I love to speculate wildly. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Strange Shenanigans. If you haven't listened before, this is the podcast that brings you everything strange, strange history, strange news, and strange people. My co-host... Ashley, another strange person. Right, and I'm Stan, a little less strange of a person, but still strange in his own way. Ashley's going to start us off. We're doing strange news tonight. You want to hear any news, you put it in the comments below, or... uh, Hit us up on the uh, the Twitter at The Strange Show. That's right. So we've done strange news before. So go back on Podbean and listen to all our strange news episodes. This is where we find news that we think is really strange or strange hilarious. 
we've done some really strange, hilarious news before, like a New Hampshire man walking his pet lobster. Right. Yeah. You never yep. know what we'll that, find that weird. One. Or the uh, the lady who married the ghost, who's uh, having an affair. The ghost is having an affair with Marilyn Monroe. And they're getting divorced. And they're getting divorced. It's now. really sad. Yep. It is very sad. I you know, know, all the all the true, you know, all the good ghosts are already taken or dead. They really are. So in strange shenanigans, we don't have a script. We just wing it. We've been married long enough that it works perfectly fine. So our first article is from Space News. The European probe captures stunning up-close views of the planet Mercury during brief fly. This is from seven days ago. So Europe's Bepi Colombo spacecraft, they managed to get within 150 miles of Mercury's surface, which is pretty darn close. It's pretty amazing. They hit their third closest flyby on the 19th of June, and they revealed that the surface is filled with craters. And uh, it's so far slow enough to be able to move from the sun's orbit to other orbits, like, really slowly, they noticed. And they've managed to take proper measurements of the planet Mercury. And they've snapped images of its surface, which is pretty much just like burned off and been cratered. So it's pretty crazy to see what the sun's done to Mercury. It's pretty much almost black now at this point. You know oh, wow, how we grew up crazy, thinking right? like Mercury's red? Yeah. It's pretty, that's a dark planet right there. That's insane. <laughs> it is, so it's pretty cool. They haven't released too much because it was only seven days ago. But they're pretty much saying that it's just filled with lava, volcano, craters, and just burned to a script. So it's like a crazy looking planet. It's really cool. Uh, you know you know what I heard from the most uh, reputable news source around recently? Uh, coast to coast radio. You know, there's nothing crazy going on. Oh, no, they're there, my favorite. Right? That's all yeah. I listen to. <laughs> yeah, only logic on that station. Uh, but uh, they were talking about... Uh, pictures take brought back by the mars rover and there's i guess this one picture where everyone swears there's evidence of a crashed saucer ufo and you look at it and you're like wow that's one really round rock yeah well yeah it looks like a really round rock but if so if we are in the theory that aliens are real they fly by why they want to visit earth is beyond me because we're a crap show but if you're in that theory like i am <laughs> it, <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised if they visit other planets and that's how those are the planets i would think they crash into like if they tried to get into mercury yeah they'd be burnt to a crisp if yeah. they tried other places they'd be frozen to a I don't know a crispy icicle a popsicle popsicle but it so i don't think there's a crash saucer on mars but i do think the possibility if they're gonna crash anywhere is on these like crazy environment planets yeah i i, I wouldn't disagree with you there all right, what do you got for us, Stan? What do we got? We got U.S. approves chicken made from cultivated cells, the nation's first lab-grown meat, which is bologna, not first-grown meat. Because we've reported we've on this. We've already reported on this. Lab-grown meat is being made from a mammoth DNA, supposedly, but it's not truly mammoth DNA. They just they just combined, like, elephant, elephant, elephant and cow, and, and they're, like, they're like, oh, yeah. 
So it's a hairy elephant hybrid. So we've already reported on this in a strange news episode mm -hmm. that you can eat your very own lab-grown mammoth, mammoth meatball. Mammoth meatball? That's not even real mammoths. So it's right. not worth it at all. <laughs> no real mammoths were harmed in the making of this. <laughs> okay, so for the first time, U.S. Regulars, uh, regulators on Wednesday approved the sale of chicken made from animal cells, allowing two California companies, of course, right. to offer lab-grown meat to the nation's restaurant tables, eventually supermarket shelves. The Agricultural Department gave the green light to Upside Foods and Good Meat. Wow, they're really pushing those names to the limit, <laughs> aren't they? Uh, that have been racing to be the first in the U.S. to sell meat that doesn't come from slaughtered animals. Just from playing God. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And this is kind of crazy because we do not have a chicken shortage. Right, yeah, it's not, it's not made up. It's just so that some crunchy hippie somewhere can feel better about himself. And you hear those names. Those names are purposely picked yep. to prove that they somehow are better than the chicken that you eat from Farmer Brown down the road. It's like the Impossible Burger. If it yeah. was not named the Impossible Burger, you know how much people would be like, this is just another shitty vegan fucking right. cheeseburger? It's fantastic marketing that has proven to work over and over And I'm over sorry, again. everybody, but have you not seen a zombie movie before? You're going to lab grow meat and then right. eat it? You're all going to be eating each other in Don't a week. Don't eat fake meat meat. This isn't <laughs> fake meat like, you know, a veggie burger. This is fake meat meat yeah this is weird it doesn't make any sense here yeah it's, but of it's, course it's jacked up. we're gonna take the risk apparently yeah. we're gonna get into some better news and head over to live science where they found an octangular sword from the bronze age Ooh, that I've was heard about buried this. in germany so well that it was still shining oh nice how cool so they dated this sword to the 14th century bc holy crap isn't that crazy and there's a picture of it go to liveScience.com. they're not sponsoring this running but seriously go but over they to should yeah they should but seriously go to liveScience.com and look at this i'm showing stan it looks brand new it does that like i could have bought this off looks, of the set of an hbo say, show it looks, it looks fresh out of the amazon box right there <laughs> it's fantastic it's still shiny it's three thousand years old it was discovered in bavaria and it was found in the burial of a man, woman, and child. It appears that these three were buried together in quick succession, but it's unclear if they're related to each other. Well, I'm sure they're going to find out, but it probably does, because stuff like that unfortunately happened. Yeah. Um, it's still shining, and it has an octagonal hilt crafted from bronze that now has a greenish tinge, as bronze has copper. But it looks awesome. And I can't wait to hear what they research about the family that it was buried in. Because they just found this a little bit ago. Right. So I can't wait to hear oh, what's did, happening. Did you see what I sent you into your, uh, your messenger inbox the other day that you never check? Never. Exactly. No, exactly. He answered his right. own question. So there's this new thing, right? Uh, so we've got, you know, oh, oh, what is it? 23andMe and we've got Ancestry yeah. and all that crap. I want to well, do that so bad. Well, now, now there's one that uh you can uh compare your dna to the dna of a uh a found shield maiden from norway mm. to see if you are a direct descendant of this warrior woman from norway yes and i tried to get my blonde wife to do it and she hasn't even opened it yet <laughs> But do I have to pay money to do this? Of course you do. You got to pay well, money to do everything. How am I supposed to do it? We don't have any of that, <laughs> which means you should go to patreon.com under strange shenanigans and 
be a Bigfoot finder, be a sponsor. Right. But anyway, that was my own plugin. Uh, recently, we have found a strange creature that has a triangular head in Vietnam. Ooh. I know. He's a slender creature, and he runs around on rocky surfaces. Um, he lives off of the cliff, and the study about him was just published on June 22nd. They were looking for frogs and lizards and snake and other reptiles, and instead, while they were exploring rocky habitat, they spotted a lizard in the cliffs. They captured seven of them, and taking a closer look, they realized they didn't have a cute little lizard. They had an adorable gecko. Aww. He's super cute. He was named, you ready for this? <laughs> Hemphophosloidiclitis, <laughs> longsensis gecko, or the lungshoe slender gecko. Seems like a lot of work right there. <laughs> so the slender gecko, he has a triangle head. He's only three and a half inches. He's brown color and he has brown streaks. And he's really, he's really adorable. He's a damn cute <laughs> gecko as far as geckos go. So I can't wait to see what else they discover about this little guy. I hope it's not like the last geckos we found in Asia where they eat each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm hoping They maul each other to death. <laughs> but he's wicked cute. Okay. Th this one comes to you from a Geo News, which I have no clues what the what that is. But a British ufologist snaps photos of alien saucer, believes we are not alone. A debate has been ongoing for too long about the reality of extraterrestrial creatures which may have visited Earth with their distinguished aircraft, but the authorities in U.S. and NASA have started a probe into the matter to find evidence about them. The debate has ignited again by a, a, a ufologist from Britain, John Mooner. <laughs> John <laughs> Mooner, that's this dude's this name. That's the best UFO name I've he ever heard We are not life. alone, as he, he cooperates with his opinion with photos he captured. He captured some images of unidentified flying objects over an Eng the English countryside in Devon, which, according to his claim, was an alien flying saucer. Of course it was. Um, Blurry picture? More... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my Lord, Ashley. Okay. So I s finally got down to the part where the picture is. Okay. And you know what? This, uh, this image of this flying saucer that they focus in on has been direct taken... Mm -hmm. And added into images and then put onto unexplained main. Oh, I've seen that exact blurry bullshit <laughs> shape before. Main. Oh my the god, the place we love to hate, and I think they feel the same about us. They love yeah, they, to they, hate us. They don't like it when they ask their benign bullshitty questions, and then we come back with some sort of factual a answer that we've actually studied and found Which out. Which is about. awful because I'm on their side. Like right. I don't think they realize how crazy and out there i am but i think that that's part of the problem too is there's these people out there that are like like uh, well truth is in the eye of the beholder it's like no truth is in the truth right. it's not whether you believe it's true or not you have if you oh, claim no. you you see something and there's something there there has to be something there to back it it's up it's a struggle with for me because you know i love unexplained Maine because i learned about all these different places in Maine that even i haven't heard of i'm a born and raised mainer and I know we're off on a tangent, but then I find out the truth about stories I've known my whole life. And then they get mad at me when I find right? out the truth. <laughs> but uh, so back to back to Mooner, right? Tangent over. Back, back to, to Mooner, Mooner, the British UFOologist. Clearly my new hero. Right. He'll, uh, he has claimed to have been abducted previously by aliens. Haven't we all? And uh, 
he was completely shocked by what he saw. Unmistakably, a flying saucer with two black rectangular windows on the dome portion of the craft and four black openings along the bottom part of its structure. I was so excited, I continued to monitor the area with the hope of sighting this incredible craft once again, he stated. And minutes later, I actually got a chance to see it again when it swiftly, swiftly shot out from the cloud. This time, however, I only captured the underside of the anomalous saucer craft. Yep. Mr. Mooner sounds like he's full of it to me. Okay. But, uh, I don't know, maybe. Right. These are some blurry pictures. Head over to GOT.TV and you will see. <laughs> Why is it always a blurry picture? Okay, folks. You guys are killing me. We're, we're going to take a brief hiatus. Strange Shenanigans will be right back with some more Strange Shenanigan news. Strange Shenanigans is taking a break. We'll be right back.
Strange Shenanigans is back. We're here with some strange news. We had to take a brief pause. We actually got a comment in here. Rocky Raccoon 6 says, How strange can it get? It can get pretty freaking strange. We'll do the best we can, Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> Ashley, what's the next uh, strange news you got for us? Uh, so we can speculate wildly. wildly. <laughs> CBS News has just released that four volunteers have just entered a virtual Mars made by NASA. But they won't be coming back for a year. Which is like terrifying for right. me. So well, four volunteers have entered a simulated Mars habitat. And this just happened on Sunday. Like they, they just locked the door on Sunday. Man, it's Tuesday now. So uh, no thank you. And they're expected to stay there for 378 days. They're going to face a range of challenges designed to anticipate a real-life human mission to Mars. They've got a research scientist on there, a structural engineer, an emergency medicine doctor, and a U.S. Navy microbiologist. They were selected from a pool of applicants. Sorry, Sheldon Cooper, you didn't make it. <laughs> and it's a year-long mission. None of them are trained astronauts, but maybe it could turn into something. And uh, they've you know, locked the door, and we're going to get updates as it goes. I don't know why we had to do this. We already had the ultimate experiment of this given to us by Polly Shore. I mean, we already had Biodome. We know how it ends. <laughs> I was more thinking about the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. The old Twilight Zone episode where he has to be uh, on his fake secluded mission in the town that nobody's mm. in. And it's like the OG virtual reality. Yeah. And then he goes crazy. <laughs> okay. So uh, I've got one here from Fox News. You know, the most reputable news source there I mean, ever was. I mean, we just was. did GOTV. Uh, right, so. I know. I mean, it can't, it can't, they can't be any less accurate than, you know, some of the crazy stuff we put on here. North Carolina anglers go sword fishing. Instead, catch rare species. Prehistoric, almost. A group of anglers in North Carolina spent an afternoon on the water hoping to catch swordfish, but wound up reeling in something rare. On April 25th, 21st, uh, Jeremiah Elliott, 31, owner of Geronimo Tackle, was joined by Zachary <laughs> Elliott, his brother, and his fishing buddy, Chandler Butler. Um, they were uh, were on the shores of Moorhead, North Carolina, and uh, Elliott and the rest of the group were hoping to catch swordfish out on the water that day. Uh, they headed 60 miles out from the shore, which is quite far out for the average fishing trip, Elliott said. We were... Uh, we're dropping squid at about 2,000 feet down, and we didn't realize we had a fish on. When the uh, when fishing for swordfish, the fishermen will put a 12-pound weight line, bait accordingly. Um, when you bring the uh, fish up from the death, a lot of times uh, their uh, stomachs expand, float, make it easier. Um, what they actually ended up catching, though, was an almost prehistoric animal that's here somewhere. Uh, the uh, big scale palm fret. Ooh, yes. sounds sexy, it, right? He sound he sounds like a handsome fellow, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, can be found deep in the Atlantic Ocean and is the uh, largest species in the palm fret family, according to fact checked online encyclopedia Britannica.com. <laughs> oh, right, fish can reach Fox lengths News. of thirty five inches, and uh, 
it's very rare to catch them in North Carolina. Uh, people catch them occasionally in Florida, but not so much. He's pretty big. Yeah, he's pretty big. He's a pretty freaky looking little guy too. Yeah. There's well, a reason why he's on the bottom. Oh no, he's beautiful. I mean, look at him. <laughs> That's a big fish. Yeah, we'll 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 uh, we'll we'll put out some some pictures of the fish on the tweeter. What's our tweeter, Ashley? Uh the strange show. The strange show. So you can find us there. On to the next one, Ashley. What have you got for us? Anything fascinating? Always fascinating. You know, uh, we just found a new lost city. Yeah. In Mexico. In Mexico. I know, right? So they found a lost Mayan city, according to Newsweek, and they even have pyramids that are hidden in the jungle of Mexico, southern Mexico. Um, this Mayan city is located in, I'm sorry, Mexico, Balamicu. It's a ecological reserve in the central part of the area, and it has several large pyramid structures and was an important center during the classic period of the Maya civilization. The Maya civilization dominated what is now southeastern Mexico, Guatemala, and Belize in the western areas of El Salvador and Horrendous for more than 3,000 years until the Spanish colonization. And it's a big area that they found. They released a topical map already and it's a pretty good size that somehow was never discovered. They've uh, found a little bit of architecture, maybe some art on the walls. And they have monuments, pyramids, and just pretty big stone buildings. So, and whole cities. It's pretty neat over there. Maybe we'll go to Mexico and find out. Yeah, right. And we've always heard weird things about the Mayans, like, you know, the end of the world and stuff. So, hopefully some really crazy stuff is going to come out of this. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about the Mayan civilization. Okay, so uh, we're going to bring it local to home here in this this next one. This is from New Center, Maine. Maine's invasive green crabs aren't going anywhere, so why not eat them? This is typical of Maine. If you've heard any of our podcasts before, (laughs) we did one about the uh, the Maine wild man, which was said to be this gigantic uh, uh, monstrosity of a human being who beat some poor settler to death and then uh his hunter buddies uh went back out to try and track track this giant down and shoot him and then uh the uh the local newspaper in waterville speculated uh maybe it should be a new type of big game (laughs) we're gonna eat giants apparently it's it's, it's always the answer in maine is can we eat it (laughs) so maine's coast is overrun by invasive green crabs which harm natural nurseries for lobster larvae and eat clam beds, which that is what Maine makes its money off of. Um, in Elliott, Maine, Mike Massey knows every new fishery comes with growing pains. For him and his crews who are harvesting, invasive green crabs is the biggest problem. Uh, it comes from... Uh, they 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 don't they can't find anybody who wants to eat the green crabs. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's so the, many of them. Even the fish don't want to. Even eat the them. fish don't want to eat them. Um, you know, uh, eat, they they've started trapping the crabs, and each uh, trap actually pulls up twenty pounds of crab at a time. Which th- these crabs are not big either. Um, most of them come in, um, up at uh, two to four inches, but they're just filled with twenty pounds of two to 20 four pounds inch of crab. invasive yeah, crab. That's what's coming up. So. 
can we make a gumbo? Can we right? eat it? Well, I mean, we, we're just going to have to adopt adopt some new ways of cooking to deal with this I problem. Think, I think this is amazing. And instead of seeing Maine lobster on your NASCAR menu, you're going to see Maine green crab for $400 each. Hopefully. Right. So according to Scientific America, they have found a giant gravity hole in the ocean that they think is a ghost of the ancient sea. So they found this in the Indian Ocean, and they've only kind of released one of those funky topical heat vision weird map pictures, and it's really cool. Um, it's 100 meters lower than the global average of the sea, and it takes a huge shift in the Earth's gravity. It's a giant hole that could drain away, like, different tiny pools. And it's just a big spot, but they think it'll kind of reveal the kind of origins of our Earth. And it has, like, a, I, its own little, like, ocean universe. It's pretty cool. So we're about to release, I'm going to assume. The Kraken. The Kraken. But I think because it goes... It deepens like crests and mantles and cores, you know, it's all of that. I think we're about to discover like I wouldn't be surprised hundreds of new creatures. Oh yeah. I, because yeah, of it. this giant hole. Well, that's like the uh, the crystal bed. Do you remember where that was? I can't remember for the life of me. But these massive crystal beds and they found uh multiple new uh microorganisms oh, that like have existed already. in this in what is essentially an oven filled with skyscraper sized crystals. That have just ex existed there for millions of years, untouched or bothered it's by man. It's fascinating. So while it sounds really boring, we're about to discover a whole new ecosystem. It's awesome. Uh, the Webb Telescope uh, found just found something unprecedented in the Orion Nebula. Uh, astronomers have detected for the first time in space a carbon molecule uh, thought to be crucial ingredient for all known life. A team of scientists found this holy grail compound in the Orion Nebula, a baby star nursery about 1,350 light years away. That may seem absurdly far, but it's actually the closest large star forming region to Earth. Ooh. Using the uh, James w Webb Space Telescope, a uh, preeminent cosmic observatory led by NASA and the European and Canadian space agencies, the researchers not only captured a uh, vibrant new picture of the celestial region, uh, but found new uh, molecule working in a young star system. Uh, so we're finding some more stuff every day. It seems like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we collect news in constantly for us. And it recently is just an unending amount of new things being discovered uh, with our our technology that we've had all this time you know like the james webb telescope yeah. that's been around for years it's finally i don't know it's and all it, just clicked it's like it's like they found they've unlocked something in the in the way they're researching these things and going about looking for things that we're finding all this crazy stuff I, i'd imagine pointing a telescope like the james webb telescope up into the sky you could literally look for eternity and not oh, see yeah, everything that you possibly could yeah it's wonderful. All right, I got a last one, last strange news for you guys. And this might be a weird one for you because this happened in Pakistan. Our headline is, Escaped Bull Runs Into a Steakhouse in Pakistan. <laughs> there we go. This was actually just came out today. A runaway bull was filmed running through the streets 
of Pakistan before darting into a steakhouse through the front door. The bull was running loose through the city and people were on motorcycles trying to chase it. Um, I kind of wonder why he was running away from the loud motorcycles. He ran into the business and ended up following a man in the restaurant and somehow he didn't attack him. Then they actually captured him by a rope, let him out. No one was injured and nothing was released. Why he did like, he get his revenge or not? No, he just like followed a man. Like he ran into the <laughs> restaurant, avoided the motorcycles, found this guy in the Kofi restaurant and was like, Hey, you're my friend. And that's the only way he calmed down. <laughs> oh, and man. that's the whole Could you imagine story. following someone to a room filled with your slaughtered corpse <laughs> of your know. family and relatives being like, I'm I'm calm now, now that I found this guy who's eating my dad. He was, it was just a random guy who was standing in the <laughs> restaurant, and that's the only way they caught him by a rope, leading him out, was because he was like, oh, okay, and started following this guy in the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> well, that's the last one we've got tonight. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, this has been our first Strange Shenanigans news update that's been live. We'll bring some more to you live, hopefully. Uh We'll, we're going to set a regular date for them so that you guys can check in with us. We'll get a little better at it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you'll be able to find it at uh, the time and place at The Strange Show on Twitter. That's our main form of communicating with, with our listeners. Uh, if you've got any local strange news that we're not going to know about up here in the <laughs> Northeast, over. pass it our way. Uh, strange shenanigans show at gmail.com or on Twitter. Um, uh, we definitely appreciate the, the listens and especially the comments, uh, from Rocky Raccoon six and Dane. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you. We're winging it here. Yeah, we are, but <laughs> it, it's been, it's been a good night. Uh, wh where can people find more of our stuff, Ashley? All right. So you can find us on Instagram on strange shenanigan podcast, TikToks, and patron under strange shenanigans patron. You can also find our short clips and full episodes and hilarious memes, Twitter on the strange show and Tumblr on the strange show. Yeah. We've also got a YouTube page that I can never remember where it's at actually, because we don't use it that often. But if you go, if you get on YouTube and search the strange show, you'll find us. Um, uh, we're, uh, we're, uh, winging it here, but th this, this will be the end of it. Thank you everybody for listening. It's been a pleasure. And if you liked any of this stuff, remember there's already 31 episodes of strange shenanigans to include other strange news that we've done before on Podbean where you're listening now. So go find it. We're right there. Stay weird, everybody.